Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Berkwist, your host of Women Leading the Way, and we have a absolutely phenomenal, incredible, stupendous leading lady with us this morning, and I'm delighted to introduce our leading lady because our topic today is perseverance and creating the new you. So without further ado, I want to welcome Carolyn Vesselini, who's an entrepreneur, and she's the owner of Co-Designs, LLC. Oh my gosh, I'm going to use a bunch of acronyms. DBA Notable Notary SD. So Carolyn, woo, that was a mouthful. Say hello to all of our listeners and good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? It's a Monday. It's kind of cloudy today, but I'm excited about our topic today and just, you know, unpacking you, if I can say that as my guest. I hope that excites you and doesn't scare you. (laughs) (laughs) I always always love how people respond when they're like, okay, let's dig into each of us. But, you know, the one thing I love about this show and what I'm excited about is that I've gotten to know you a little bit over the months that I've known you. And I'm really excited because every time I talk to you, honestly, Carolyn, it's like I feel like there's these little nuggets of pieces that you share about your life and how you started your business, two of them, not one, but two, and still juggle a full-time career. So I'm just going to kind of throw it out to you and share with our listeners like, oh, my gosh, it's like, I mean, how did you get into two businesses and still have a full-time career? And I might interject here, but just the kind of like, you know, short and pithy answer. How did you, you know, evolve into that? Did you intend to start two businesses and still have a full-time job? Or how did this evolve? Um, One of them was intentional, and one of them just developed all by itself. Um, Mm. I got into it. Uh, when I round, when I turn 50, you know, sometimes the life hands you a basket of lemons. And what do you do with that? <laughs> you make the best lemonade ever. So I had That's the right. opportunity, 50, to recreate myself. And during some times of struggle, um, also holding a master's in counseling, um, I do know that creative art can be very therapeutic. And so what I chose to do was um, used my creativeness to help work through my issues that came up. And that was how co-designs created itself and basically sat itself in my lap and said, where are we going now? Um, that was I just, love that. Hey, back um, up a second. On the, on the co-design mm-hmm. part, share with our listeners what that is. Because I know you mentioned, I think you're so right that sometimes through that, you know, just, 
what's the word I'm trying to look for? Just when you find creativity, it's like that opens doors to other opportunity. But so our listeners know, what is co-designs? I mean, beautiful jewelry, but I'm, I, I had to jump in there because I've seen it. Share with our <laughs> listeners what that was and, and how, how was that so cathartic to come out of, you know, just that creative outlet for you? I mean, what led you to jewelry, I think, is the question. But tell our listeners what co-design is and how did you, how did you, you know, land on that for your creative outlet? Okay, so co-designs is an acronym for it's Carol and Original Designs, mm-hmm. and that was too long like of it. a name, so I just started co-designs. Um, jewelry is something I've always had a passion in. Even when I was younger, um, I dibble-dabbled in making necklaces and bracelets from probably 18 on, um, and then, of course, through life, you know, you, you, you do things, and then you don't do things, and then... When I sat and just, it was a way to keep me still to work through issues and at home and just focus. And so I would just take up beating because it was just a way to keep me still, to keep the voices in my head at a minimal. And I could work through, you know, problems, turn over stones in my head because I realized I never wanted to be in this position again. And so I'm going to make sure I turn over every stone and then I'm going to run. I'm going to get up and run. That's great. I mean, that is true, right? I mean, just that whole creative process kind of opens your mind and has you, I, I just think that's phenomenal. And, you know, from that, now I know you also do your second business and share with everybody what, you know, the the amazing uh, Notable Notary SD is. <clears throat> okay, so um, Notable Notary SD is a mobile notary service. Um, I am also a signing agent, which means that I can do real estate docs. I can notarize just about anything out there. Um, And that was a way for, of course, a little extra money, as well as getting out there and meet who knows who you might meet. So I thought, you know, I'm going to start a second business to bring in a little extra cash on my end. But, like, what would I want to do? Like, what would be beneficial in more ways than just financial was um, getting out there and meeting people. I love meeting people. And it's an opportunity to get into different circles and meet people that you normally wouldn't bring in in your general circles in life. I love so that. That's how and that, you know, think, started. I think both of them, I mean, most people will say, like, look, I started a side hustle, and you're like, two. I mean, why, why two? Did they both just come about? And you said, I'm stupid not to take advantage of this opportunity. And, I mean, to me, that just seems like so much with a full-time career. But, or was it just, hey, I, I've got the time and the resources, so let me do two plus a full-time job? Well, um, I think the Notable Notary SD started more so financial in me. And then my co-designs were sitting going through all those boxes in my head. <laughs> the more boxes I no. opened, the more I uncovered. I ended up having this back pile of necklaces and I thought, it's a passion of mine. I could just get lost in making jewelry. So I told myself, if you want to continue buying um, products to create, then you're going to have to take some of these things that you've created and <laughs> sell them. Otherwise, you're going to have to minimize what you're doing. So that's how Cozine oh, just um, manifested all by itself. It was my creativity, not wanting to give up. And I needed a means to keep moving it forward. 
Oh my gosh. I so mean, and, and one line. would say, Oh my gosh. Well, and I know we've got a link to your website for the co-designs. Couldn't do two of them, but the co-designs is where we have a link on our show page. But I want to back up a little bit because, you know, the whole thing, and this was your idea when we started talking about kind of what we should chat about today, and that is, you know, the idea of perseverance. And when life hands you, most people say deals you lemons, but yours was it handed you lemons. I'm Whatever you choose to share, Carolyn, but I'm just for our listening audience, it's like, what were the lemons? If you don't mind sharing in kind of like a, you know, esoteric, you know, situation that you can share. And how did, I mean, what kind of like advice would you give our listeners? Because you have, I just want all our listeners to know, you come off as such a amazing, positive, like happy, you know, uh, let's just say rainbow type of person. And it's like, I mean, that doesn't mean anybody's life is perfect, right? So what kind of lemons were you dealt with and how did you persevere? If you don't mind sharing kind of that piece of it, because I think that will help our listeners just understand, you know, your power of perseverance and, and why you're you're kind of wired the way you are. I think this will share a lot. So what was what was the lemons that were handed you? Okay, let's see. The lemons, um, well, first of all, I'm in my 50s, which is, they say, midlife, but it's the best part <laughs> of life for me. Um, I was in a, a long-time marriage and relationship for over 22 years. Sometimes those fall apart. Um, and top of going through life itself and all the amazing female things that we go through during those emotional times, um, I, I found myself in a position to, um, I had to remove some items in my life, maybe people that were not healthy anymore, or friendship, um, a marriage I unloaded. Um, these were just things that I started unpacking my life, like this doesn't serve me anymore. So let's just remove it. And some of them were very painful. Um, some of them were easier than I thought they would be. Um, just going forward, you just, um, I would also had a child starting college. You know, you, you begin to look at your life and reassess. Maybe my financial idea is not exactly going to turn out the way I, I intended. Um, how am I going to fix that? Am I going to just let life put me in a ball and start crying? Or am I going to recreate me? And it was, yeah. I took it as, a, as an opportunity because it's never too late to change. Um, I, I guess I've maybe always had that mindset. I put myself through college at 40. Um, I did have help of others, of course, and I appreciate all that help and support. Uh, but you, it's never too late to do things and become who you want to be. If you're ever sitting in life thinking, I'm not particularly happy with how my life is transpiring, you can manifest whatever you want. It's a choice. And life is you choose to look at situations and how they're handed. So maybe somebody handed me a lemon and I chose to make lemonade. Um, it's just the way you <laughs> choose to look at issues that come up in daily life. I love that. I mean, no, it's, that's powerful. And, you know, when we come back, I'm going to do a quick sponsor break. But when we come back, I want to ask you more about how did you go about, you know, most, most people, Carolyn, like when they are in a situation that, you know, just causes us to look at our life, which pretty much is all of us, you know, coming out of COVID and going through it, 
in so many ways, right? It, it, it had us pause and look at our life in a very different way. And I'm really curious what, what resources or tools or things did you do, or was it just your innate instinct? And so hold on to that because I want you to think about how did you kind of like get yourself through that stuff. Um, stuckness for my, my really technical term and then persevere because some people will go find help. Some people will find no help. You know, I think that's going to be wise advice for our listeners. So we're going to take a quick sponsor break and I get excited um, not only for the show, but when we can recognize one of our sponsors and our partners and women lead radio is brought to you today by connected women of influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. All right, Carolyn, I'm coming back to you, and we're talking about perseverance and just creating a new you, right, for people that, I mean, we all get stuck. I'm curious for you, you know, going through and recognizing that you needed to, like you said, kind of make a change in your life and and create a new you. What were some of the resources or, you know, books or tools or just, you know, kind of in spite of yourself, did you go through to kind of create this view that you are now, who is very independent, who is empowered, who, you know, according to anybody we interact with within our tribe and our association, just appears like they have it all in a very authentic way, let me say, and is on top of everything and knows where she's going. Like, what did you go through to kind of persevere through that that time? Um, I think that the first step, which was very important, was unpacking what I wanted to keep and what I didn't. And then areas where I didn't necessarily know how to go forward, I'd look around and see empowered women around me and maybe reach out and go talk to them. Um, I joined networking groups like CWI that in, in, they opened doors of empowered, beautiful, strong, successful women. So I began to pull in the resources I had available and use what I had. We all have that. We just need to pay attention and look out. And if you see somebody or meet somebody you like and you want to, they have qualities you like, go out there, meet them, get to know them, learn from them. Um, they will help carry you from point A to point B. And then when you get there, you just relook around and you look at your resources again. What do I need now? Because we all don't know what we, we don't all know the steps we need to go. And some of it, the mystery unfolds daily. So if you don't know, reach out and find something. Find a book. Yeah, find no. a lady. You know, just reach out to the people around you. It is interesting that women, I mean, and I just, I'm curious your thoughts on this one, that so many women, you know, we, I, I think, at least this was my growing up, and I hear this from a lot of women who will say, you know, fake it till you make it, there's that. Then the other part is, you know, never let people see you sweat. And what I think we're looking at, just as a, let's say for for women specifically, it's like, you know, we just really don't, it, it is a trusted group of people that we want to feel like we can be authentic. And I'm curious for you to talk about how do you, when you're trying to persevere, 
you know, pick the right community, pick the right group of people, because not everybody, you want to have them understand your laundry and what's going on. You know what I mean? How do you kind of find your tribe, as you've talked about? Um, you know, that can go a few ways. Sometimes you see it and you know it, but that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you have to trust in the universe that's going to put that in your path. And when you see those opportunities, or sometimes we don't recognize their opportunities, just pay attention. Um, you, you'll know it's right because you feel it. You feel that connection with somebody or a group or um, people that just happen to come in your path. You know, pay attention to those because it's the universe trying to take care of you. They always provide us with everything. We just need to pay attention. That's good. That's really good. Good. Listen to that, listeners, right? Pay attention. It's like, you know, look for being, I think being authentic and real is what makes the difference, you know? It's just, it's such a powerful thing. So shifting, because you're, you're now an entrepreneur, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about your career in a little bit, but for now, it's like, what? I mean, starting out with the creative bent, with the co-designs and your jewelry, and then also the notary services. Like, what one or two things have really been the most, let's just say these are my words, the most jaw-dropping, oh, my gosh, had no idea that I needed to know this in starting a business? Like, are there two that stand out to you that you can share with our (laughs) listeners that you're like, among probably 20,000, but like pick two of them that have just been Um, the biggest learning lessons in starting your business? um, Maybe one of the biggest learning lessons for me would be I don't have to do this alone. (laughs) I Mm. I can do anything I'll figure it out. But sometimes figuring it out from the bottom means you have to work your way up. Um, And I think reaching out and asking for help might have been um, a big one for myself is um, asking and learning from others so that you don't have to start from the bottom. You can take what they've learned and learn from there. Um, The other thing is do your research. Do some research, you know. If you don't know it, go find it. Be your own advocate. And when you say when you say research, like what were some of the places that I guess have really been invaluable to you as far as knowledge or, you know, resources for you as a small business owner? What what have you found to be the best places as resources? Just for me it was always asking other small business owners. I'm like, Hey, you know, I mean as you get to know people, I'm like, What would be your tip or suggestion on this? But any Anything come to mind for you and who who have been the biggest knowledge sources for you to share with our listeners? So um, I think my biggest knowledge sources are networking with others. Um, I don't read a lot of books. Um, Reading never been something I love. Um, So I don't necessarily learn that way. But it's easier for me to reach out and network with people um, who may be readers. And, you know, find, you know, find things that other people are good at that you're not so good at and use that as a resource. So I'll find somebody who loves to read and just pick their knowledge from them because reading is a struggle for me. So um, I think, you know, just looking at what you're good at and what you're not good at. And then if you're not good in some areas, go find somebody who's good in those areas. So working with women, networking with other successful women in business, small business owners, um, because they can they can give you tips and pointers that you don't necessarily have to learn on your own. They're just no-brainers when you look back at them. 
Um, but, right. you know, it may have been a stumbling block for you at a time. Oh, powerful, powerful, powerful. I think that, you know, I mean, kind of thinking back to during COVID, how did you as a natural, I mean, let's just call it a spade a spade here. You are a people person. I know this. Um, you and I know each other. And it's like you, I'm assuming you're one of those that just fuels up and lights up when you're interacting with other people. Like, how was that? for you going through COVID or because you had your, your career, it didn't have as much of an impact. I know for a lot of small business owners, you know, those that are big extroverts, like for me, COVID was really tough. You know, I mean, living life on zoom was my saving grace. If I can say that, because that gave me interaction mm-hmm. with, you know, people within our community, but it was rough, you know, cause I'm, I definitely, I missed the hugging. I missed the people interaction in person. So that was hard. How did you as a people person get through that? Cause that, you know, you were limited, right. For interacting with people. Of course. Of course, we are all limited. I think um, I started these businesses um, coming like halfway through COVID and running out. Uh, but in the beginning of COVID, it was hard. Um, thankfully, I was blessed with a small network of people that um, were around. I was able to be around a handful of people, and that kept me going. I probably drove my mom crazy. I was probably at her house more than my entire life, you know, during COVID. Aw, <laughs> um, that's right. That's cool. But, and I also, um, I'm one who loves to bend rules a little bit. So, you know, maybe when they said stay away from everybody, I stayed away from most people. <laughs> I bent them yep. to, you know, to accommodate me. Um, as I typically do, but um, I didn't isolate myself completely during those times. And thankfully, my businesses did weren't st- like having to survive during COVID. They kind of came out of COVID. That's and pretty, I yeah, also that's was great. I divorced during COVID, so I wanted to be alone <laughs> during those. Times. So it was that was a beneficial plus for me too. <laughs> And, you know, this is a learning lesson for me because I actually didn't know that, that it was during COVID. It's like, you know, I mean, because I could see doing jewelry, you know, I mean, a lot of people, at least in our community within Connected Women of Influence, are like, oh, I pick up a hobby. I'm doing this now. I, I'm taking on that. Um, and I get it. You know, I mean, I never, ever would have thought in my lifetime I would have had a tailgate party in our driveways with my neighbors, but we did, you know, during COVID because <laughs> that's how we kept distance and, you know, had like tailgate parties with alcohol and and food, you know, it was crazy. So who would have thought, right? I mean, but we do what we do. Yeah. I know we've only got, you know, just a few minutes left. So I want to talk about this juggling aspect, you know, I mean, this is, I mean, to me, I just want to think this through and I go, okay, so you've got a full-time career, which, you know, most people when they say full-time, it's kind of like eat, live, breathe 24 seven with their job and their career. And you've got two businesses. So talk to me about the strategy for you and how you juggle this. How do you juggle all three? Most people can't have a hard time just with a full-time career. And then you add a, a side hustle, which is becoming more than not one side hustle, but two that are doing well. I'm just curious, how do you juggle it all? Tell our listeners what your tricks are. We want to know. Well, I have an abundance of energy. We'll start with that. Um, <laughs> the other thing I juggle is, you know, my my primary job comes first. Um my I work at San Diego State University, and I, I love that job, and that is my priority. Um, my notary 
And my jewelry, I learned to balance. Um, I could do jewelry all day, every day. So I've learned to have to um, to structure my life. So maybe I do notary. Um, I work on those businesses Tuesday, Thursday. Monday, Wednesday, I do jewelry. And Friday, I give myself a choice where I want to put my energy after my first job. Um, it's amazing that I do juggle. Sometimes I think, how in the world do you do this, Carolyn? <laughs> but I get it done. <laughs> I love to work under well, pressure. And you don't you have the ability, like with the notary, you can basically, am I right, that you can kind of cherry pick when you want to be busy and when you don't want to be? Is that an option for you, kind of to scale based on availability or and even your job too, right? I mean, for you, you've got some really nice flexibility as I understand it, right? I do. Um, I have a beautiful job where my boss will get 100% of me, um, Just and she doesn't necessarily mind that it's in a lot of time hours, maybe from 7 to 4. You know, if she wants me on a Friday afternoon, I will work till 10 o'clock. If she wants me on the weekend, I am her girl. Um, and with that, she allows me the flexibility to, if I have downtime, I can run a notary and fit other things in. And I appreciate that immensely. And I always think I'm so blessed that I'm in this position in life where I have um, job, a job that with flexibility that allows me to help moving for, keep moving forward. Um, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, I think I think hearing you say that you've got that flexibility, I mean, some people don't have that as an option, but, you know, we're not thinking that you're just kind of doing stuff eight to five, even with your business. Like, you're probably doing this up until midnight, doing jewelry making <laughs> and then networking. You know what I mean? It's like, it's interesting what yeah. we actually, and, and if we choose to, what we can pack into a 24-hour day, because so many, you know, I love coaches and they're so valuable in what they do, but sometimes I'm like this whole thing of, you know, you can you have to put parameters around things. Um, I think that's a little hard to do. But I know coaches would challenge me on that. So you you do you, girl, because I think you're making it um, done in an amazing way. And we've only got a few minutes left. So I, I just want to hear about the future. I know you've been recognized in the San Diego Voyager as one of San Diego's hidden gems. You know, you're out there networking. You've got some big future plans. Kind of share with our listeners, like, how do you, are you going to keep doing all three of these things? Do, how, how do you see the future for you as, you know, both businesses grow? You know, you're kind of with the notary trading time for money. The jewelry designs, you know, has far-reaching um, revenue opportunity beyond just you trading time for money with your career and the notary services. So what's the future look like for Carolyn, Miss, um, I'm making damn good lemonade. <laughs> it is so good so good um i'm gonna do everything i can until i can't um i'm gonna really run like with that. it and be blessed that i have opportunities to do so and you know if there comes a time where the universe just says this is out and this is your new way i'm gonna just take it and i'm gonna smile and i'm gonna run with it you know Sometimes life takes things away and they, they, they close doors and they open windows everywhere. So no matter what happens, I'm going to run and be the best me. So if I can juggle three things, I will. 
And if I could That's juggle amazing. Four, I probably would think about you it. You do that too? You are you are amazing. Like seriously, and I well, it is, and I think so many of us get, I mean, I remember my early years, you know, coming out of college, it was like I had a plan, it's like I knew what I wanted to do, it's like blah de blah right? And then, you know, life starts to happen, and you realize that it's, it, it, you definitely need a plan, but that plan can shift and it can pivot. Oh, God, I can't believe I still use that word coming through COVID, but pivot was everything we did during COVID, you know, and it's like this stuff comes up. I mean, what I love your message is all about is just to be flexible and nimble. You know, life doesn't always go according to the plan. Hence, that's how you're making damn good lemonade, which I love those words, by the way. It's never about just lemonade anymore. It's damn good lemonade. I think you should, you should trademark that. (laughs) So good. So good. Yeah, it's so good. All right. One final thing, and then we're going to wrap up, girl. I always like to leave our listeners with something motivational, inspirational, one tip, one piece of advice that you can give any woman on perseverance and creating a new new person. What would be the one singular slice of advice that you will wrap up with our show on to share with our listeners? No pressure. Um, no pressure at all. I think um, when you make choices, make choices with intention. That would be my words of wisdom is be intentful. Make it count. I love Tomorrow's not promised, so be intentful for today. Boom. Okay, thank you. My God, you are an amazing leading lady. You've been an awesome guest today. Uh, I want to know if our listeners want to get a hold of you, how would you like them to reach out? I know we've got a link to your um, co-designs website that's a link on our show page is there any other way you want people to reach out to you if uh, they want to connect with you um, I have two I have Facebook and Instagram both under um, the same name co or C underscore O underscore designs um, I also have notable underscore notary underscore SD and then I have websites, two websites. So I have two Facebook, two Instagram, two websites. Take your pick. You can find me on all of them. And you can find you to start with on the website link that we have on our show page. Carolyn, you're amazing, wonderful, stupendous, and you're a damn good lemonade maker. So we'll go with that. To our listeners, I want to say thank you for listening in. As you know, we're here every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific for live Women Lead Radio shows. We also, um, you can find the podcast version of Women Lead Radio on most of, on, on the subscription channels, but specifically Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all the big ones. So you can listen to our shows and subscribe to our Women Lead Radio Network. I am Michelle Berkowitz, your host of Women Leading the Way. And Carolyn, you have a wonderful week. Listeners, please listen to us live and also know that we're an international show and we're quickly growing to a daily radio show. So for that, go out, persevere, make damn good lemonade, according to Carolyn Vesselini, and have an amazing, wonderful week. We'll see you on the next show. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, 
resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.